0: Hello, friends. My name is Zobs. Welcome to the Battle Brothers. This show is going to be a little bit different than most of our episodes because I'm just a battle brother. SD is not here this episode. He's taken some time for uh, to be with his family for the best of news, but I'm not going to stomp all over his announcement, so he will get to that when I'm, you know, I'm sure he'll let you know what's going on. Anybody who's been listening to the show knows, but, you know, it's just Zobs today. Bye! So what we're going to be doing today, all right, I should start with this. I'm sitting around, the episode's late, it's on me to get an episode out, and I'm trying to figure out what to do. I know how to produce an episode with SD, right? Producing a solo episode, now come on, that's a little bit harder. And I'm thinking, what do I do an episode about, right? You know, we ain't got that peanut butter and jelly magic when me and SD are on together. And I thought, all right, here we go. What do you do when you're solo? So this episode, we're going to be doing two things. One, we're going to be going over the specifics of how being in solo, uh, what's different about it, and how I personally adjust my solo game versus how I play in duos or squads. So that's what this episode's about, being by yourself, right? A little obvious, but that's where we're going to start. So we're going to be talking about what to do when you're playing solo, how a solo game is different than a duos or a quad game, and how to adjust. That's what the first half of this episode's about, adjusting to solo. We're going to go over loadouts, we're going to talk about enemy density, and how that affects the rest of your decision-making as you battle. After that, our good friend of the show, Jamalisms, he goes by Jamal, because that's his name, uh, he joined me for a segment talking about Switch and some other stuff. He's pretty interesting in that he plays a different kind of Fortnite. He, these are his words, he's got no gun skill. So we're going to be talking about when, you know, you're a player who feels like he's got, he or she, has got less gun skill, what to do about it and how to compensate. Now, last episode, I told you all to just shut up and sit down. And I felt a little bad about that. You know, you all are here supporting the show. Man, me and SD are just so happy about that. So I thought I'd be a little bit more polite. I just kind of urge you to just, you know, close your jibber-jabber holes and listen up for a bit. Now we are, it's been two weeks since our last episode. My apologies to all our listeners. We're going to try and keep our weekly schedule. You've heard it from us before, but so, anyways, we're late. It's my fault. The show is on me and I kind of choked up. But here I am. I got something good for y'all. I think it's going to help your solo gameplay. Before we jump into that, let's just do patch notes real quick. Two patch notes to go. Shockwaves came out. We've all played with them. They're dope, they're awesome. They're great movement tools, opened up the game a lot. I would encourage people to use them in endgame. When the circle's small, all right, most explosives in all games have some kind of timer, some kind of delay, something that makes aiming and placing your explosion harder than just aiming and shooting the thing. They've got bounce or they've got, you know, Sticky's got a timer. Shockwave grenades are programmed and designed as a movement tool, maybe an attack tool, you know, for busting people out, but it lands and it goes off. So in endgame, you can blast people into the storm. I want a game this way, not to brag, but I do want to brag it felt crispy. Uh, a guy was pushing on me. I placed a shockwave right at his feet, and he just couldn't do anything about it. He blasted off into the storm, and I sat there dancing while the storm took care of business for me. Patch notes uh, 5.3, shockwaves, end game. Extra, extra crispy. All right, next we got patch notes 5.4. Big takeaways from this, of course, is the suppressed AR. The official description is rewards trigger discipline, which just means, you know, pop them shots. Don't, don't, don't go full auto on that thing. And the other update of note is that in getaway, you can no longer land directly onto the van to make your getaway. So if y'all had some strategies about landing on the van, that is done. And y'all gonna need to come up with some new strategies because it's tough getting to them vans. Middle of a valley, you're trying to build up. You got jealous players all around you, popping shots, knocking down your fort. It's tough. And they just made it a little tougher. After that, we got the drum gun being vaulted. We're gonna talk about that actually uh, when I go over solo loadouts. The drum gun was beautiful. It made decision making much easier on your loadouts. Great gun. I, I get why they had to vault it. A little sad about it, but we'll get into that in a bit. After that, Switch players. Switch players, your gameplay should be getting a lot crispier. They have disabled replays, which they said is gonna free up a lot more RAM, letting everything load in a lot crispier. All those gameplay issues that you've been having hopefully will be remedied. And that'll do it for Patch Notes with Zaps. All right, let's get to solo mode specifics. Solo, you've got 100 enemies floating around the map to start. Squads, you've got 25 enemies floating around the map. Now let's take into consideration teams of three, teams of two, and solos trying to pull pull a squad win. I'm going to estimate this at 33 teams. So now you have 33 enemy units traveling the map as opposed to 100. That's going to put the density down much lower. So in solo, when you're battling other players, the likelihood that there's another player nearby who's going to hear the gunshots and come running to pull a ambush slash, you know, third attack party on solos is much higher than when in squads you're battling another squad And uh, you got to worry about getting hit from behind as you battle. It's just player density. 33 versus 100. That is what I mean when I talk about player density. Once we can appreciate the higher enemy density, we can talk about the other major difference between squads and solos. The value of an ambush. I like squads sometimes because I can relax. In the in-betweens, I look around, I try and keep my eyes out but I'm not as crazy paranoid as I am when I'm playing solos because of player density. It's less often we run into other players. And I've got my squad mates. They're also looking around. So in solo, you are responsible for 360 degrees and knowing what is around you at all times. In squads, you're gonna be sharing that with three or four other players if you're sticking together in a decent you know, radius of each other. All right. Ooh, got a little storm rolling in. Speaking of storms, everybody on the East Coast, stay safe. When you're solo 1v1, you get a good ambush where you can knock 50-75% of the health. You've knocked 50-75% to of your total enemy's health. In squads, even if you knock that person down with the perfect ambush, the other three players are decent, they're going to respond, and you've only taken a quarter of the enemy's health, right? So... That's kind of where we're gonna draw from. And here we go. So to start, first, loadouts. So with only five slots, you're never gonna have enough in solos. So we're gonna do what I think is a good setup. Slot number one. I put my playmakers. These are explosive mainly. We're talking or it could be, you know, shockwaves, could be grappling gun, but we're talking grenades, which I love because of their uh commonness. Ten grenades is easy to stack. And a few patch notes ago they increased the radius of booms in this game. And I have been loving all the blind kills I'm getting when I've got an enemy, I need to root him out. I sling out three four grenades, duck down to you know dodge enemy fire, and I see them little red words pop up before I even look up because I just got a great bounce. Uh, SD described it as the random factor. So even though a lot of the other, uh, grenades are rated higher, I actually like that I can stack 10 grenades. That's a big difference. So I'll often drop my playmakers, my early game playmakers for a later game. We're talking grenade launcher or rocket launcher. I'm trying to learn how to use the rocket launcher better. I would call myself, uh, inept with the rocket launcher and squads I give them away. But now with the shockwave and you know, the game getting changed as it is. Rocket launchers being a lot rarer than they used to be. You know, I'm trying to work them in. So anyways, first slot, Playmaker, right? Next three slots, I've got my guns. Fifth slot, I've got uh, some kind of healing. I prefer potions over heals, maybe in early game. I'll do heals because of the storm if I'm real farther from the storm. And I'm thinking I might want to ride the storm out. Maybe just loot up. I don't know, every once in a while. I tend to prefer heals... A little bit early? Even then, no. My favorite is minis. Minis are awesome because you can stack 10 in one spot. You can use them in battle. You're usually able to always need 25 on your first 50 uh, shield hit points. I love minis. They stack great. You know, you look at uh, half pots, right? You can only stack two of those. That's 100 total healing. Minis got that beat by 2.5, right? 250 hit points. Now, slurps are great. You can run around with two slurps. That's fantastic. But, you know, those are pretty rare. And usually, that's the great thing. You can always slurp down to the slurp. So, fifth slot, out of all the heals possible, I usually prefer minis. And for the stated above reasons, right? So, now we're talking we've got three weapon slots, right? With the drum gun getting vaulted, it makes your decision making a lot harder. I pretty much played things till I got the drum gun. Cause while the drum gun wasn't as good as the SMG and open body to body straight DPS, the crazy big magazine made up for it. And now we got to get a little more creative in our short to medium range setups. And with three spots, it's real hard to cover the whole entire range uh, completely, you know, from like a total short game to long range, right? Now, if you're doing a shoddy SMG combo because SMGs don't have the rounds needed, uh, that's great, and that works. And in solo, SMGs are dope because you don't need to take out a whole squad. You just gotta take out one person. So if you're smart about your bullets, you're gonna be all right. But you gotta think about what your weapons do and how they pair up with other weapons you have. So each weapon has a optimal range. And it's not as simple as short, medium, and long. Some have, you know, a a wider range of uh, efficiency, take the AR, right? I can use ARs from like short to mid, all the way to like mid to long. So you take the burst or even the FAMAS. Those things aren't really into long range. The burst gets too spread. But man, a FAMAS head blast at medium range is maybe one of the deadliest things in the game. Burst rifles, medium range. So if I'm running a burst, I'm not going to be super excited about a sniper rifle because now I've got a gap in my ranges. Now, if I've got a burst, I can maybe run a scoped assault or a thermal. If I've got the AR, then I'm going to more likely run the sniper, the bolt. Same with short ranges. Now that the drum gun's out and we are easy choices gone, you're going to need to decide between SMGs, heavy shotguns, pumps, tacks, And if you want to devote one spot to your close range, two spots to your mid to long, or two spots to your close to mid range, and then long, right? As you're making your decisions, you're going to find which guns you work better with. And just be mindful. Build yourself a loadout, and then be aware of your gaps. All right? So uh, with your loadouts in solo, appreciate that you're never going to have enough. And be mindful of how things stack as you make your decisions. If you're a killer with remotes, then what I said about grenades is moot. But, you know, you'll make those decisions for yourself. I prefer grenades or... uh, Well, I'll drop my grenades for shockwaves. I love shockwaves. Man, you can get six of them. Whew, shockwaves are great. They're great for offense. They're great for defense. They're great for bailing out. Playmakers ain't nothing topping a shockwave right now. I don't know if they're good or if I'm just excited about them. Shockwave plays feel fantastic. All right, so... Back to player density, playing solos as you're battling. And now that we appreciate that the enemy density is much higher in solos, as you're battling, you got to avoid tunnel vision. You got to avoid forgetting that there are other people on the map and that 15, 20 seconds in solo is a long time for a battle. 30, 45 seconds is a real long battle in solo. When you shooting guns, they shooting guns. Somebody nearby is here. Now, maybe they'll decide to crash in. Maybe they won't. I, I run towards gunfire three out of four times. Most of the time, it's like, let's go. Let's go pick up some more mats. Because it's like, a, it's like a wounded animal, right? You know you're coming up on a fortuitous situation if you get there quick enough. The likelihood that people will hear gunfire nearby is much higher in solos than in squads. Because you have 33 enemies in squads. 100 enemies in solo. So there's just by chance going to be more people nearby. As you're battling, you have to learn to divvy your time between taking shots and fighting, healing, and every once in a while looking around and just checking your six. So solos, you can do better by what I would call is like discipline or just putting in the work, mining and checking around, looking around. Don't just run in a straight line be looking, always be looking. And that takes effort, it's kind of annoying, but when you look at top players, they are manic. They are just swinging left and right, always looking around. Wait till you're in squads, you know, then you can relax, you can hang out with your crew. You know, squads are just a lot more relaxed. You don't have to worry about getting ambushed the same way you have to do in solos. Now that we appreciate that solo battles are gonna get ambushed from other enemies crashing in, when you're fighting, the great thing about Fortnite is that when you turtle and go into straight defense mode, not defensive mode in that you're building and retreating and popping shots and maybe you know playing a different kind of close range, I'm talking about when you're not even trying to hit them. Just building and staying alive. It's really hard to take somebody down who knows how to do that. So if you're losing a battle, sometimes it works out to just go into defense mode. Because often another player will pop up in time and distract that player. I've won a lot of games where I'm just getting stomped or I'm having a straight battle and then I get hit from behind and I just go into just crazy defense mode and these two players try to take me out from both angles and eventually I'm able to heal up, I'm able to stay alive and they eventually open up on each other because they become a danger to each other more than, you know, I'm not a danger, I haven't took a shot at them. I'm holed up. I'm obviously healing or this or that. Or maybe I've even disappeared. Sometimes I'm able to bounce pad out or, you know, staying alive in this game. uh, Sometimes just comes down to you just going, "Ah, I need to stay alive. Sometimes you can feel you're losing a match and you go, all right, lady luck. And you pop your head out and hope for that great headshot. But you don't get it most of the time. A lot of times in that moment, you go into defense mode. You start using them heals. You know, hopefully you've been stacking. And another player is gonna come alleviate you. And that leads us to the final point, which is using enemy players as your teammates. Sometimes, uh, as we're running into the storm, I'll find somebody in front of me who's running. And watching them, I can tell they're not, you know, they're just booking it, right? I will just follow them and hunt them until they start an engagement. And then I'll try and mop up both the players. An ambush in solo is so powerful. So that would be the major superpower I feel that's available in solos that's not in squads. If you've got mats and you've been doing your homework, mining as you run along, if a battle isn't working out for you, sometimes you can just go into turtle mode or, you know, escape mode or, you know, whatever you want to call it, Fox mode, however your style is of staying alive, and another player is going to come and alleviate you. So that's how I adjust my gameplay when I'm playing solos. All right, so next we are going to kick off to a conversation I had with uh, Jamal, a uh, real cool cat who plays Fortnite a little bit differently.
1: Jamal, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hey, no problem. It's, uh, it's nice to join in and do another type of podcast, so I, I'm happy to talk Fortnite. I've basically been living it way too much lately, so <laughs> it's good to talk about it with somebody.
0: You were just telling me you rep uh, Two-Tone
1: two tone Blue. Am I saying that right? It's the Two-Tone Crew. Uh, it's a Tennessee Titans podcast. So if you're into football and one of the least popular teams out there, uh, we have a podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's... Uh,
0: hey, man, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, so... Ah, yes. You know.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyways... By the way, you guys nailed it last podcast. You guys said a lot of things that I liked. But the number one thing was the light machine gun is a trash weapon. Nah, I hate that weapon. Okay, right. It, it it like I can't hit anyone. Why though? I keep trying to figure it out. See, so here's I think I've been clear on this on the Discord. I took a lot of years off of gaming and I never recovered skill. Like it's gone. The last time I was good at a first person shooter. <laughs> I was trying to, so like I came back, somebody gave me like his old Xbox 360, right? So, I was trying to play like, okay, let me get into Halo or let me get into Call of Duty Black Ops, right? I was terrible. I was just getting smoked right. and then like, you know, if you turn on chat, it turns out it's like this eight-year-old who's smoking you. It it hurt me to the core, it hurt me to the core to realize like, <laughs> eight-year-olds were better than me because like, okay, growing up, I was... There was one friend, Franklin. He was better than me, but I was better than everyone else. And the last time I was good at a first person shooter was like perfect dark, Yeah. but that was before internet play. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, apparently I was like a fish in a really tiny pond, and now I'm out in the ocean and I'm getting eaten by sharks everywhere. Apparently I just like, either I sucked at video games my whole life and I never knew it, or what I like to tell myself is I was good, And then I took a decade off while I was trying to adult. Big mistake, man. And I came back and like, I I just can't aim anymore. Like it's gone. I can't, I can't figure it out. I have to turn the sensitivity so far down. It's like I'm waving at people with a gun. It's just going back and forth. It's terrible. Yo, straight up. We're talking Switch, right? You play on Switch. Oh yeah. Yeah. I play on the Switch.
0: They got... They got them tiny little sticks. <laughs> you gotta get you a pro get, controller. Put me on switch
1: I can't shoot you got you gotta get a pro controller. But see this is this is one of the things that I wanted to talk about, because like, the switch is not a great console if if you like power, if you like graphics, right? But like it's great for people like me,, sure. who have kids, and so like half the time I'm gaming when I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, you know. And then, like, I'm gone for a half hour because I was playing a game. You got to take the the free time you get. Yeah. And that's the only time that I get, unless they're in bed, right? With the Switch, it's cool because the kids are like, hey, I want to watch X Y Z show. Cool. I will let you do that. And I'm going to sit right next to you and I'm going to play a game. This is awesome. I love parenting. Yeah. I've only heard good things about the Switch. Do they have Joy-Con extenders? I think you can buy those aftermarket. I know I'm a broken
0: record. Like me and SD, we took you know decades off gaming. Uh, I was dominant in Golden Eye. I think I think perfect was it Perfect Black? Perfect was Dark perfect was Dark. the
1: sequel to Golden Eye. So like, yeah, it was built with the same engine to Golden Yeah, I remember being the same excited people. about Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark had one of the coolest weapons too. But go ahead and tell your story.
0: Uh, I think I don't remember. Maybe I just wanted to brag about being really good with Golden Eye. <laughs> It was Magnums with auto-aim off, and I could 3v1 all my buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, thumb extenders. So anyways, if you can throw a Joy-Con onto your handheld and just give you a little extension, that is 90% of the advantage those pro controllers have is just a stick that's the proper length. Yeah, you're right. I probably should mod mine. Not to tell you you're business, man, but like, <laughs> I can't play with a short stick, you know, on a PlayStation. So, like, I'm, you know, them little controllers, I can't imagine. So, you're talking about how, like, you can't aim. Like, I think everyone else has just got a proper stick and you're like, you know. The
1: reality is, I just, you know, I keep dropping and tilted and it doesn't work. Like, I'm at the point where I tilted, you know, I'll get two or three kills maybe before I die. I'm still just no good. This is the thing, Fortnite, I love Fortnite so much more than Call of Duty or Halo or any of that stuff because kill death ratio doesn't matter. Like the biggest secret about Fortnite is nobody wants to talk about it, but this is really just a game of hide and seek. I don't care how good you are at killing people. If I am really good at surviving, then all I have to do is kill the last person. And actually, my life's goal is to get a zero kill solo win. And I've been really close. Yeah, I, yep, I think about that all the time, too. But I, I can hide my way to second place all the time. It, it's really low odds. So, like, I think five of my last six solo matches, I'm on a really bad streak right now. Five of my last six solo matches, I got second place. And I'm really pissed off about it because I can't get first.
0: It's terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah, second place is the worst, man. At- Ugh, nothing hurts like a second place. Let me ask you something. Okay, what when you say hide the second, like, I think a win's a win's a win. And what I love about Fortnite is that it's like a thinking man shooter. Oh, yeah. You can rely on gun skill and this, or you can rely on, like, just, like, looking at the map, looking at people, thinking about things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can take somebody out with just an ambush, like an auto rifle on their head and pop, 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 pop Yeah. And you save all that gun skill, right? Because you're like, ah, oh, look at this lane. The circle's over here. I heard somebody shooting rockets over there. I'm just going to post it up here and wait. You got to be aware. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Right. And it's the same outcome. Absolutely. Yeah. Awareness. Right. So I I love how everyone, you know, relies on different strengths to win because you just like, that's the point. It's a win. Right. Like score Royale. It might be fun. I haven't even played it because like, I don't want to play a score game. I'd go play a different game if I wanted to like run around doing stuff for score. I like Fortnite because I'm trying to win. Right. Sometimes like I drop into Tilted. And sometimes, you know, like, I just, hey, I'm going to go drop into Fatal, get, you know, whatever. And sometimes, like, I kill one, two people before I encircle just cruising along. So, when you're talking about hiding your weight a second, what I'm curious is, in your hiding, are you able to, like, what kind of mats are you rolling into end game, And what kind of
1: loadouts are we Oh, con- yeah. So, that's, that's one of the challenges with hiding. Um, because there have been right. games where, like, I get four or five kills and I'm like, holy crap. This is why everyone has a rocket launcher or a sniper or both and 900 materials is because you're stealing <laughs> from everybody else. So, so I realize that, but yeah, yeah. Not normally, I mean, if you focus on it, you can get, you can go into end game with three or 400 materials pretty easy. It's going to be probably brick and and wood, but mostly brick because I just try to avoid wood at this point, the way that they have it set up. Um you won't get a whole lot of metal. It's hard to get enough metal unless you're taking it from people to really get up to a couple hundred in that. Yeah. That stuff's loud. But yeah, I'll get, I'll get into end game with that. And then, you know, it'll be a couple blue, couple green. I mean, I usually try to go with shotgun SMG. I'd love to get a sniper. I don't always get one. That's one of the problems. And then I'll, I'll do some small potions just in case you need them and, and a health pack or some grenades if I don't have a health pack anymore. um, and right. grenades could be like grenades, stickies, or uh, remote explosives. It just kind of depends on what you find. But you're at a bit of a disadvantage for sure. But the other thing is, like half the time, if you're sneaking around, you can, you know, you're like a carrion bird where you're taking stuff off the ground because no other people were full, and so you can find weapons that way too. Yeah, I, I pick people's bones all the time. Well, That's and one of the one of the you things, know, fill in your gaps. like sneaking to the end like part of doing that and doing it consistently and doing it well is, is picking a good drop point, right? So, you're not dropping real close. And you're, you're kind of dropping, you know, it seems like it goes in cycles. You're not dropping in that, uh, that like desert town where there's a million chests because you'll never be able to sneak through there. Too many people drop there. But you got to find a good place to drop where you get the run of your way, right? So, you are the only person looting those places, and then you end up with a good bit anyway. Like that's how it really works. And then your rotations, when that s- circle is shrinking, you got to know where did the bus come from? Where did it go? You want to circle up to where it went because less people are going to be up there. And then as the circle's shrinking from there, you want to make sure you're getting as few people in your back as possible. So you want to go to the narrowest part between two circles. And you do stuff like that. And then you, you got to be aware. And, and And then you're probably going to end up not seeing a whole lot of people, so it's not even like you're running away from people. You're just not even going to see them that much. And you, and the benefit is you <laughs> can take down trees and stuff without anybody harassing you, so you don't have to be quite as careful. And then you're you're the only one looting the place, so you get a ton of chests, you get a ton of ammo, and you do all right that way. But then if you can't shoot at the end, yeah, actually,
0: I I, I get it now. I was picturing the kind of loot I come across, but I don't, I would say I, you know, I play with more of an emphasis on like, uh, securing high grounds and then like, you know, where the storm is going to be slower or faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm running through like looted, uh, areas and, uh, running into a, uh, more people. So like, if I was hiding my way through the game, you know, I would have to be like in bushes and like, picking, oh, yeah. you know, scraps. But like, yeah, what you're talking about, Right, there's spots on the map that aren't hit just from where the bus went. I need to be better about that. I need to draw that line in my head so later in the game I can think about it. I
1: mean, it depends on how what your play style is too. Because I know people that like they watch me play and they're like, "This is boring," and I'm sitting here thinking, "Like, no way, dude." So it's like there there are action movies and then there are like suspense thrillers where you're just on edge the whole time, and that's what I imagine it as, man. I'm like constantly nervous. Somebody's going to find me because I can't defend myself. So like in a bad movie, I'd be, you know, the defenseless woman running around (laughs) and like, yeah. And so like, for me, I'm like tense the whole time. This game is awesome, but for other people, they'd be bored. Right. Or they'd feel like it's not a challenge for me. It's a challenge even to like figure out how can I avoid people? And so I'm getting to end game with one, maybe two kills, and then I'm second place. I really, like I said, I want to get that zero kill. I have one duo win where I, I hit somebody one time. That was the final kill for 31 damage. That's the closest I've gotten nice. to a win outside of squads because you can get carried sometimes, right? But like my teammate died early in the duo match. So it was just me. And I hid for like 10 minutes. And then I got to the end, one shot, and I was like, okay, that was, why can't I do that every time?
0: <laughs> what you were just describing is, like, you've set different parameters for, like, there's people who want a 20-win solo game. I'm one of those people. I'm not one of those people that will then explain to you why that indicates I'm better or I play a pure Fortnite version. I remember one time I was playing Destiny, and I was quick uh, quickscoping, sidearming, or I was doing a combo and someone wrote me hate mail about how <laughs> i wasn't doing headshots with my sniper rifle and like i was kind of newer to gaming so i didn't understand the kind of hate mail you'd get from just playing a video game so it was like still like oh my god i got a message oh what wonder what it is and it was like you something 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 and you know and like i've learned there's people that like need to tell other people like oh my way of playing this video game is mm-hmm. better for such and such and such and like i hate it like i play aggressively but it's like my strength is like um Like, spatial intelligence, uh, or that sounds cocky, but I mean, like, I can track a lot of objects around me at the same time. Right. And, like, if I have a talent, it's being hard to hit. So, like, I can, like, jump and be running through, like, tilted, and I'll know where they're at, and I'll know where I have to be to be in cover. And, you know, and that, so I do better that way, and that's where I thrive. Uh, But, like, I don't think that's in any way like a better kind of game or this or that. You're proud you got a
1: 31, a hit point win, right? Oh, yeah. Like that was tough. Not, not only was it tough, I, I feel like such a winner. Like I sent, so I, I got a nephew and I send him all my clips when I win because he loves, he's good. I've played with him. He's good. But he's too aggressive for his skill level. And so he never wins. Whereas I, I'm the opposite i am never aggressive, but i win i d I don't win a whole lot <laughs> but but I win, and so I send him every every time I win and he always writes back like you should be embarrassed uh, no, I'm not a scoreboard baby. I won there were a hundred people, yeah, and guess yeah, who wins lived? And win, and win me that's that's who lived i mean it's when I play squads, I'm like Cheddar Bob in eight mile, if you know the reference, like okay I'm the guy you Oh uh, yeah I fought well. Yeah, I remember. Was he the goofy one? He's the goofy one. He shoots himself in the leg. He's useless, right? He's got a good heart. Yeah, He's got a good heart. That's me. Like, it, the people I play squads with, they, they really have to hate me, probably. <laughs> but if they were to compliment me, they'd say, he's got a good heart. He tries. So, yeah, having a good heart in this game, like, that matters. But in squads, I mean, I'm only so useful. Like, I'll, I'll provide good cover. I'll heal you up because I'll live longer than you. And then if you die, I'm going to make you watch me hide. I mean, I'll go find a, one of those little just brick, brick things and I'll go hide in it for five minutes if I can. Why not? I don't know. It's just an interesting game because it's not – it just really does have so much versatility in the way that you can play. And for me, I need that. Like I actually like – I don't know if you've played it because it's on the Switch, but Splatoon is sort of similar where it's like you're painting the area around you. You're not really trying to kill people. Killing people is helpful, but it's not the whole goal. Whereas like, I would love it when I'm playing. If I see you and I know you saw me, I'll try to kill you. But otherwise, I'm going to let you run by. Go on. See you later. You can go find somebody else. Kill them for me. Do your best. You know, hopefully I meet you at the end of the game. I have no interest in it. So yeah, hiding. I'm like the guy in a in a zombie movie who locks himself in the basement and won't let anyone else in. And then at the end, he's the one who survives and you hate him, but that's me because all I want to do is live.
0: I ran into, okay, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I was in some part of the map that was totally irrelevant and there was this <laughs> tiny little shack and I remember being like, there's no one around. Like I'd been goofing. I don't remember why. No, it was an important. I like had been trying hard and was winning or something. It was right on the edge of the map. That's what it was. And like I felt weird for being there. You know, it's like one of those spots. You're like, and I like went down the and the, I just got my head blown off by somebody <laughs> just sitting downstairs with a shotgun. Yeah. And you know he must have been there for God knows how long. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I I was shocked and I couldn't believe it. It was just so I don't know. My but first yeah, win. It was awesome. My, I, like,
1: I laughed out loud to myself, you yeah. know? My first, he probably, when he popped up and you're, you're viewing him, it's like, oh, yep, one kill, that's me. He killed me. He's been here by <laughs> himself the whole time. My first win, I landed in a place and there were like people all around, so I just kind of hid. And then the circle just kept shrinking around me. I was like, I guess I'll just keep hiding here. And then I finally came out at the end, sniped one guy and I won. I was like, wow, I guess I won. I felt so good. Like, you feel like God when you win for a little bit. And then. Yeah, I get an adrenaline rush. I've tried to do it again, and it's so hard to find that perfect place to land where you can sit there forever. But yeah, you're probably right. He was like just sitting there. (laughs) He was just waiting for that door to open and plow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like that's the thing. It's just a totally normal story. But like in this game, that's what's fun about it. Like, every once in a while, you can just run it. Because. All right. My thing so on PlayStation, what you can do is you can pop up, you can hold down the PlayStation button and pop pop open your quick menu and it covers about half the screen, but there's a menu where it only covers a quarter of the screen. And what that does is it, it locks in your right thumbstick. So if you're a bush or you're in a bush, what you can do, and you got the circle, you can crouch in the bush and just, Angle your stick over just slightly so that you're rotating slow enough that your character doesn't pick up on the crouch right. just a little bit. Right. There's like a speed. Yeah, right. So, and then you pop open your menu and you don't have to even touch your controller. And it's like this little auto turret and it just spins. <laughs> and I'll just sit there for like three, four minutes doing some stuff I need to do, you know, like folding some socks or whatever, just like watching my screen. And, you know, I'm just like waiting, like I'm fishing. It feels like I'm fishing, you know? And I'm just like waiting for somebody to run by and I walk over to my controller and it's just so much fun.
1: Yeah, but then half the time, I feel like I can't hide in a bush. So that's what's always interesting when I talk to other people who play this game because I will hide behind a tree so effectively, even though you are exposed, like I I don't even know what it would be, like 700 degrees is exposed and it's only like this narrow spot that you have covered. But mm-hmm. I do that so effectively, but I try to hide in a bush and I get sniped. And it's like, what? How did you see me? What were you doing? You just like <laughs> sniping random bushes? There's no way. But they do it all the time. You hide in bushes. Like I don't thermals. get thermals. Thermals. Oh, see thermal. Yeah, I hate thermal stuff. So. Well, yeah,
0: I get I get I get plucked sometimes. It's not a great strategy for winning, but it's a great strategy for like, you know, I socks
1: <laughs> I do it sometimes. <laughs> it's a great strategy for yeah, earning well that experience was an example. I actually don't socks. fold my socks. You don't? Do you, do you, you tuck know, them? In? You know what I mean? When yeah. you're doing
0: some No, okay So growing up, like it was the kids' job to fold all the socks and we literally had like like 300 socks made from 150 unique pairs of socks. it yeah. was like 15 gener- years of like mm-hmm. yeah. So like it, I just hated yeah, I just I have one kind of sock and I got a sock drawer And everything just Uh, goes in the sock drawer and then
1: I take out two at a time. My wife has tried to convince me to do this because I hate folding socks. But I went through a period where I bought fancy socks. And the thing about fancy socks is they're all different. And so, I have so many that are just like mismatched. And when I was a kid, we had the sock bin and you'd get a nickel for every match you could find. So, it was like my parents trying to pay us to do it. So like you'd sit there sometimes yeah, when you're that's a, kid, a, that's a motivated folder. And and you're going through in parent socks. I hate parent socks now. But I have to. I need to I need to do like the Steve Jobs. They say that's like something geniuses do, so you should you should pride yourself on this but like the simplicity. You don't need to be making choices every day about where what socks you want to wear. Yeah.
0: But then there's sometimes the wrong socks and then girls make fun <laughs> of me. They're like your socks are different. Because when I say the same socks, I mean, like, two short black socks. But, you know, some got little triangles and mm. it's got its downsides. I mean, Steve Jobs was the turtleneck guy. Right. You know, so, like, he's the turtleneck guy. He should have made, made a better decision that one day when he made his decision. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Bush not folding socks. Yeah, he was... Yeah, uh, I think it's fun. You know, like, play this game however you want. All right, man. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. I uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to like, uh, anywhere you post or anything you
1: want to plug? I will plug the Battle Brothers Discord and the Battle Brothers podcast. No, Yo. seriously, seriously though. Heck I yeah. mean, like, I, I spend way too much time talking about the Tennessee Titans on, uh, on Twitter, and I do a podcast on there. Um, if you're interested, I'm at Jamal Isms on both Discord and Twitter, and you can find my stuff there, but it's completely different subject matter, so not too big of a deal.
0: Yeah, Two-Tone Crew, podcast about the Tennessee Titans.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it.
0: All right, Jamal. I think that's going to do it. Thanks for for being on the Battle Brothers.
1: Thank you for having me. I hope it was useful and interesting to listeners.
0: Yeah. Hey, man, and if not, we'll freaking edit this thing until it is. (laughs) So To be released in 2019. (laughs) All right, so that's going to do it. For this episode of Battle Brothers, my name's Ops, as they will be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. All right, and we will see you in seven days or less, or it's free.